Before we dive into this episode, I want you to think about what it would feel like to have your dream clients begging to work with you. Your DMs are flooding with inquiries, emails are pouring in, and your past clients are sending over all of their friends to work with you. Trust me, babe, you've been putting in the work, investing in your education, and reaching new levels in your self-development and skills. I see you. But do your dream clients actually see you online? I have a handful of intuitive content coaching calls available and would love the opportunity to help you shine online. Check out kianamarie.com slash connect to learn more. Together, we work closely to generate a ton of content for your business, not just trends, but genuine content that feels true to you and your business. From my kitchen table to yours, we come up with a content plan flooded with behind the scenes clips, client experience, and upcoming events. You are a big deal, my love. We just need more people to know about you. Let's capture that twinkle in your eye and share your passions online. Your dream clients are just one scroll away from finding you. Let's connect with them. Find more details at kianamarie.com slash connect. I can't wait to see you shine online. Now let's get this party started. All right. All right. We are continuing the Amplify Your Wedding series. And today I'm so excited. I am just so thrilled to introduce you to Brooke Michelle. Brooke honestly is just this ball of sunshine. She is just full of life. And as a traveling and destination wedding photographer, while Brooke is photographing these weddings, you can feel it. You can feel the emotion. You can feel the love and all these just just incredible energy. It truly is a joy to be Brooke's friend. I have met her many, many years ago. We've stayed connected through the years, always supporting each other and our businesses. And Brooke is rolling out with some incredible digital and merch products that I cannot wait to introduce you to, share more about it, and then maybe even challenge you to possibly open up your own digital shop. Now, Brooke may have some one-liners here that you may agree with, you may not agree with, but let's not hold this up any longer. I am beyond thrilled to introduce you to this talented, talented photographer, instant best friend, yoga instructor that has never officially actually taught a class. She's just a huge, huge lover of yoga and all things mindset, love, and high energy. Welcome, Brooke. I am so, so excited you're here. Welcome to Kiana Marie Weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins, big or small, by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients, and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all of the resources mentioned in this episode at kianamarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation, chat about growing pains, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, Brooke. I am so, so, so thankful that you can bring your sunshine all the way to the podcast. How are you doing, babe? Hi, good. Thanks for having me on. I am so thankful you're here. You are truly this shining star. I absolutely adore watching you grow and add incredible offers to your business. And honestly, girl, you are just this jet setter, just going all over the place. And I love following along on your journey. Oh, thank you so much. (laughs) 
Yes. Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm going to turn red. I'm like flattered. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, you are just this wealth of knowledge. And like I said, you truly are an inspiration. And I'm so happy that Hope Taylor brought us together years and years ago. You are definitely one of those friends that I feel is an Instagram friend and also an instant forever friend. But you know, those friends that you're like, I don't even know how we actually met. We've just, we've just been soul sisters since the beginning of time. (laughs) Yeah. And then like, you don't talk for like periods of time, but right when you do, you're like, okay, like picked up, like never left off. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, let's dive right into this juicy conversation, chatting all about digital product shops and creating new offers because girl, I am watching you and in a very sweet, big sister way, not a creeper way. (laughs) But I want to ask, let's, let's kick off the conversation. And I want to know why should every business owner own an online shop? Yes. Okay. So this might be an unpopular opinion, but I don't think that every business owner should own an online shop. I think that everybody has something to offer and everybody has a knowledge that others could benefit from. But I think that there are some people that are very, very good at putting what they know and teaching it into words and into a process. And there are others who eventually they might be, but at this moment, they're not. And I say that because that was literally me for like four years. For four years, I was like, I know how to serve my clients. I know that me and my clients have a great connection. I know what my workflow looks like. But to try and explain it to somebody else was super complicated. And when I opened a Google Doc to try and put it into words, I was like, how do you explain this process to somebody And I felt like it wasn't until I had been doing it for a few additional years and kind of like it became so natural that I didn't have to think about booking sessions or what I do once a session is booked or what I do once a wedding is booked that I was able to like fully step back and see how to process that and how to put that in words. So I think that every business owner should have passive income. I think that every business owner should like follow a stream that they feel called to, but I don't necessarily think every business owner should have a shop during certain stages. <laughs> for those that do, it's great for serving a larger larger audience. It's great for having smaller, more affordable offerings for people who aren't able to book with you yet. So people who want to learn from you, people who want like a taste of your knowledge, they can kind of make these small um pocket size investments and start to get your knowledge immediately and not have to wait to book a one-on-one. Or if your calendar books up really fast, they can kind of just have like that immediate satisfaction. We're all used to Amazon nowadays (laughs) and the free shipping in two days. So um, it's just like that instant gratification that we're all like so used to in today's world. So I think that that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I love how you just like, boom, polarize some things, right? You're like, have team camp. Actually, I don't know if this is a good idea. And I, I love that. I love that you are being transparent about that because you're right. There are so many incredible business owners and talented creators that know their stuff, like know how to do their job well and have a heart to teach, but maybe they can't actually articulate that right? And that's that's always been my thing too, where I literally teach. If you can't explain this to a six-year-old, you can't explain it. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't always mean that you don't know what you're talking about. Sometimes it's just that saying, like you're too close to your genius, that you can't put yourselves back in your shoes when you first started and be like, what were the failures or the steps that I took to learn these processes or to form these processes? Because at the time it does come 
so natural and you're just like rolling with the flow. And for you, it's like, how did I ever not know this? Like I didn't. So why would I like, how can I teach this to somebody? It's just like common sense because you have learned over the years and you're so close to your genius. And that's so natural to you now that it's just harder for you to put into words. So it not isn't always necessarily that you don't know your processes it's or how to teach it. It's just that sometimes it just takes a little bit more time forming how you got to that stage of genius. Amazing. And I love that you can keep it real. <laughs> like this is <laughs> this is a journey, right? Small business ownership is a journey and I love the real where we talk about it's not small business, it's big business, right? Like this is this yeah. is a real thing. Um I don't like playing it small, but I love how it truly is a timeline that a lot of us can relate to. At what time, Brooke, did you realize, okay, you know what? Now it's time and how did you get started creating your shop? So I had people asking me questions and just, I have offered mentorships for years. I think it wasn't until I actually launched my merch line that I was like, oh wait, like I should also have digital products. Um, And I had a Google doc outlining products that I like dreamed of launching. And then once I launched the merch line, people were like, how did you make this happen? What, what programs are you using to make this happen? And I was like, Oh, this would be so easy to put into a doc and tell people how to do this. Like it was super easy. And I was very blessed to have people who led me along the way. My graphic designer who actually helped make the DIY merch shop guide. Who Actually, I had a one-on-one call to be like, Hey, you have merch. Like, how did you do this? So she taught me. And then I learned like how to integrate it into my site from other friends. So it wasn't until I feel like I started getting like a mass influx of DMS and questions being like, how did you do this? please lay out X, Y, and Z. I was like, Oh, this would be super like valuable to people to add this like easy passive income stream to their business and also to have my digital products line. So, yeah. And I feel like that's, that's a great, great tip that you just shared. It's like, when do people start asking? Cause sometimes yeah. we can be drivers and we can just like you said, creating those Google docs and thinking, this is what I'm dreaming of creating, but it isn't until you do something and almost kind of feel caught off guard thinking, Oh, well, this was so easy. People who aren't doing this are just lazy. Like, like that's literally my brain. Like I have a disorder, a self-diagnosed disorder that I think that people just, everybody thinks like me and they're just choosing not to do a certain thing. When in reality, no, I truly have these gifts and these talents and I educate myself. I work really hard to create these things. And most people don't even have the knowledge. They don't know where to begin. So if we can create these products and these toolkits and these digital products with one click, we are not only creating passive income for ourselves, but we're helping others do that too. Like kind of being the spark to create this role of passive income for others and that That's just amazing, Brooke. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how you can be in such different like lives. Like I feel like owning a business is so similar to like planning a wedding, right? Like it's your first time doing it. You don't know where to start asking questions or who to ask those questions to. You're not sure where to seek out advice or if the advice is good advice. It's like, these are two totally different things, like owning a business and planning a wedding, but the like struggles that you go through when you're first starting them, just like go hand in hand. You're just like, I have never done this before. So I don't even know what questions I should be asking. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is so good. So let's chat about your shop. Let's chat about how you started with merch. Correct. That's like that actual 
products. And so tell us about that. Tell us about who you were selling these products for. Cause I know, spoiler alert, I know that you started a lot of merch <laughs> with really cute stuff for your, for bachelorette parties and your fun editing stuff. So how did you develop that niche for yourself and your actual physical products? My photography style and just lifestyle is very extra and colorful, bold and like, you know, in your face. And I really wanted like cute and quirky photographer merch or like t-shirts to wear. I'm a huge graphic tee fan because I think it's like an awesome conversation starter. If you never know, if you're like, oh, that guy at the bar is cute. How am I going to talk to him? Ask him about his t-shirt. Like he probably has on some sports t-shirt and that can immediately kickstart a conversation. And I feel like that's how like... I fell in love with graphic tees was just because I, there was always like an in to start making a connection and talking to somebody. And so I wanted that in for myself and to kind of like market my business more freely while also having really hella cute clothes. I hope I can say hello on your podcast. Yes, um, <laughs> um, and, but I was seeing like these like very like elegant and like calligraphy based type of designs. And I was like, I am extra and I need to read all about it. So I need somebody to make merch that's like bold and as bright as I am. So I just decided to do it. And so it started with just like the need for wanting like cool photographer gear, right? Like cool, like I'm a photographer and like this is cool and awesome. And then I kind of like put myself into all the aspects of my audience And my audience is mostly people who are planning their weddings or going to weddings. And I was like, okay, like what is a key problem that I have with like bachelorette merch is that you can never wear it again, right? Like it says like bachelorette or like something that has to do with like the bachelorette itself. And once you walk away from that bachelorette, you spent $25 to be there for your friend and you can never wear this t-shirt again. Like it's one thing to buy a wedding dress for your own wedding day and never wear it again. But when you're in multiple friends' weddings every year wearing these t-shirts, you can never wear them again. So I wanted to offer merch to people who were going to bachelorettes to be able to have like fun t-shirts they can wear long after the party has come and gone. And it just kind of spiraled from there. And then I was like, well, what about the honeymoon? Like they need tote bags when they're on the beach so people know they just got married and can buy them drinks. And it just kind of took off from there. So oh <laughs> and my, my brain God. still keeps going. So. Oh, we never turn it off. It's a blessing. No, course. it never stops. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you know, what's funny. Okay. Cause I'm like, you know, me and my, like the way my brain works and I'm just listening to the, all the little, little nuggets that you've been mentioning. And I love that you answered a problem that you had. Okay. And you were like, I want this. This is clearly a problem, whether for myself, for brides, for bachelorettes, weekends and bridesmaids that were spending a ton of money. But I also love the one thing that I picked up is that you're creating conversation starters. And this is so fun. So for, for some people, this may be like a nightmare. Like all of our introverts listening are probably like, no, thanks. Like I'd be happy to support your business in other ways, but like, I don't want people talking to me, but for small business owners and for brides and grooms that are on their honeymoons that are, I mean, how fun is that to have a super cute tank, a cute t-shirt or tote bag that encourages people to buy them drinks or to celebrate with them. I mean, I'm all for that. So that's amazing. 
Yeah. And as a business owner, like we try and think of all these ways to market ourselves, right? And sometimes it feels like we're just running into a wall, like we're in Sims and we just like can't stop running into this wall. Right. And so as a business owner, like we can market on Instagram, but like the Instagram algorithm, like kind of throws us for a loop most days, <laughs> especially right now for me. Um, and that's like why they, people promote an email list. Right. So then you can market on email list and like all of that. But I truly believe like word of mouth and in-person connection will never be beat. I think I actually posted a reel on this today. You did, you did. Um, <laughs> but so for me, if I'm wearing a photographer t-shirt or something that indicates that I am like an artist and somebody starts asking me about it, like they might have a friend that's getting married soon, or it's just going to kickstart a conversation and marketing in like a brand new way that is effortless. Like you're already wearing cute clothes every day. You're already buying graphic tees, you know, from like Urban Outfitters or Target or whatever it may be. And so if you have your own graphic tee or my graphic tee, (laughs) that is uh, something that indicates you're a photographer. You're, it's just another like level to your marketing that could potentially bring in clients in a very like effortless way. If you are okay talking to people. Yeah. Well, and this is, you just totally hit it on the head. Like this is the perfect way to spark in-person conversations and to truly just be able to market yourself without depending on these algorithms. And this is huge. And I always say this, especially with wedding photography, as you're starting to grow your network and you're trying to meet new people is sometimes we get so close to our business and we, we think we have to go to these bridal fairs and we have to go to these wedding venue events. Uh, girl, you literally can wear one of Brooke's super cute t-shirts, grab a coffee <laughs> and, and never forget. This is what I always love to share. Everyone. I repeat, everyone knows someone getting married. They may not be getting married themselves. They are, may have already been married for five or 10 years. Um, but once they, once you kind of like entered that energy and like that space, I know they would be happy to refer you and at least spark the conversation. That is just, I love that Brooke. I feel like that is adding so much more value and so much more legitness to your product shop. It also is like, you know, when you're at a wedding and like people don't always need to see the photos to trust you and hire you. Like when you're at a wedding and you're like photographing through the whole day and then somebody, a guest comes up at the end of the day and they're like, you killed it. Like these images are going to be amazing. I like saw you working like amazing. And I'm like, I could be the world's worst photographer and you are convinced I'm the best just because you saw how I interact with people and how I photograph wedding days. And it's very similar for marketing yourself in person. And with like opening that conversation with a graphic tee is like, they don't always necessarily need to see your photos. Like they're hiring you. They can fall in love with you and be like, she was like very genuine and sweet and like knew her stuff when we were talking about wedding planning or like when I asked her a question on like, asking for a piece of advice. So that alone can already like add to that level of trust and kind of like get you in the door. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm pretty sure you're convincing all of us to start a shop like yesterday. (laughs) So what advice, whether it be um, like programs or tools, if we were literally starting, if you wanted to dumb this down for creating a shop for dummies, uh, where would we begin? What, what will we start researching? Like what tools and apps could you not live without? The number one tool I could not live without to start my shop would have to be Google Docs because I can just open it on my phone or my laptop and start brain dumping all of the things I started just by opening Google Docs and like writing a topic and just piling all the knowledge I had into it. And then I sat down and organized it and outlined it and all of that. 
my two biggest pieces of advice, which also kind of like conflict each other in a certain way would be to one, minimize your startup costs and investment when launching your shop. There's not always like guaranteed traffic immediately. Like once you have the shop out there, you can promote it and continue to grow it and gain that audience. And so you want to start with the least amount of investment upfront so that you are able to like profit higher and make sure that this is something that people want before you've invested thousands and thousands of dollars. And so there's like a lot of affordable ways to do that. I've purchased a product before and been given a link directly to a Google doc. And you know, it wasn't branded, but I learned just as much from that plain old Google doc than I would have from a branded PDF. And so it doesn't always have to be perfect to be knowledgeable. And of advice, which is kind of conflicting, um, would be to either hire a coach or do a one-on-one with somebody who can go through your products once they are outlined and completed in the Google doc and just give you an outside perspective. Because again, we are so close to our genius. I know that my coach specifically like was able to help me add value in so many different ways to all of these, or tell me that something wasn't valuable enough or just give me those hard truths that you need when you're about to like offer education to other photographers and like assert yourself as an educator in the industry is just having somebody to be able to like humble you a little bit in some ways, but also boost you up in other ways. So saying like, you know, your stuff when it comes to X, Y, and Z, I think you should add it in as a bonus at the end of this. Or what if instead of explaining it this way, you word it this way, because the way that my mind works is it's like, over the place at all times. It's just like running laps on a track. And so I can like sit down and like write everything out and it might not make sense. And, or it might just be like, (laughs) yes, queen, this is what you're doing. Like, and just be kind of like exactly how I speak. So I just need somebody to kind of like polish that for me and make sure that what I was offering is something that is worth purchasing. And I know that my coach helped one, like give me the confidence to do that and two, give me the hard truths that I needed to make sure that I was putting out valuable offerings into the world. That's amazing. Cause just like us with all these brilliant ideas, we're like, this is what we need. This is, I wish I had this and investing in a coach and investing, like, I love how you said that humbling experience. It's like, you're right. We have all these crazy ideas and we just want to just shout out rooftops and help as many people as possible. But sometimes in the delivery or how it's actually crafted can make the world a difference. I absolutely. I know that I recently had a friend who purchased a guide and she was very disappointed in like what she received and it was beautifully branded and perfect, but it didn't have the like content that was promised on the sales page, just like knowing that, like you've already kind of like created a wound that needs a bandaid before you have like reached a larger audience. So having, like I said, like earlier, word of mouth is very powerful. And so if people in the industry are buying your products and they don't feel that they're valuable or that something's missing or that there was promises made that weren't kept, which is so important promises made that weren't kept. That's like, Oh, it breaks my heart. And having a coach is like, they can like humble you and be like, no, like this is what you're promising to people. This is what you need to deliver. And this doesn't fully have that yet. And although it might beat you down some days or like feel bad, like it's ultimately 
going to make you a better business owner, definitely a better educator. And also just like help your shop kick off on a great foot because you don't want your shop to kick off with people automatically feeling discouraged from what they have purchased from you because you want them to be a repeat consumer and to continue to come back and maybe book that one-on-one with you, maybe book that mastermind with you, whatever it may be. You want them to kind of like climb the ladder in your business. I love that. What advice would you give to someone who is thinking, okay, like I, I think I'm ready to do this, but but Brittany down the street already has this type of thing. And Chelsea over here is already doing this. And Courtney over here has um, similar products. Like I hate this word imposter syndrome. I, I, I need to remove it from my vocabulary. I don't even like the sound of it. But if someone is feeling those feelings, like why should I create this? It's all, I mean, there's a million coffee mugs. People have a million t-shirts. Like why me? What would be your advice to someone to say, no, babe, like we need you. Like we need your art. So I'm going to reference my girl, Natalie Frank for a second. And in 2013, I did a workshop with Natalie Frank and I was only two years into my business. And I think I have repeated this phrase that I'm about to say from her over and over, like time and time again, this is like a phrase that I heard and it has stuck with me through everything. And if I ever feel that imposter syndrome kick in, I'm like my girl, Natalie in the back of my head has got me something along the lines of a geometry teacher didn't invent geometry, but they can teach it. Like we did, you may not have necessarily had to invent it or created this, create this process or be like this, like groundbreaking educator that no one else is doing it like you in order to like teach it well and do it well. And I don't know, that saying has stuck with me for like I said, since 2013 and on bad days, I'm just like, you know what? Like so true. Like we are all constantly like recycling or, you know, taking what we were taught and adding to it. And there's also a multitude of different learning styles and teaching styles. And so somebody's teaching style over here may not match the person's over here but the learning style that's learning over here and it's not fully grasping for them may catch up on the other side. And so I think that that is just reason enough is that like your teachings or the way that you teach or the personality that you put into teaching, whatever it may be, may be the thing that changes somebody's life or changes somebody's business. And you'll never know until you try. And it might not be your thing, But, you know, just if you are feeling a calling for it, then it probably is. There's probably a reason that you're feeling drawn to or called to offer this or do this. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for quoting Natalie Frank because, you know, she is one of our favorites and (laughs) so, so happy to have her leadership and just her inspiration and her love in our Rising Tide community. It's just amazing. And and I love because I'm such an, an analogy person to thinking about even just think about your local favorite pizza shop or your local favorite sushi spot, right? They're literally, if you were to Google pizza factories or pizza restaurants in your own local neighborhood, you literally will pull about 75 different pizza places, right? But you are going to be drawn to the ambiance and the tablecloths and the music and the photos on the wall and just the experience of this pizza place. And I just feel like that totally aligns with all small businesses. Everyone's doing the same thing. Not one person invented pizza. I mean, this goes back for centuries, but it's the way you deliver it. It's the way you make your secret sauce. It's the way you present things. And um, yeah, I'm so happy you brought that up is we sometimes get paralyzed by thinking, well, this isn't a 
a brilliant brand new idea, right? Like we're not engineers people. Okay. <laughs> like, and that's okay. There's so much power in just being able to explain things differently. So what about some apps? Like let's chat about some apps or like some actual websites. Like what are some things that if you could like go back in time and say, don't do all this over here, just start here. Where should we get started? Absolutely. So I was a wedding photographer first. I already had a pre-established site. And so with that, Shopify is a great option for starting sites because it's so low in cost for a monthly fee. It's only $9 a month. And it was eight. <laughs> I actually launched a guide saying DIY your merch shop for $8 a month. And then it ra- it got raised to $9. So have to go in and change that one. But for, for only $9 a month, you can just put in a little buy button. So just like the cart and the way for them to add it to their cart onto your site. And it's such a low overhead for you to begin selling products that if no one buys your products that month, you only lost out on like a cup of coffee and a snack. (laughs) And so Shopify is definitely like where I would start with listing products. It makes it super easy. It delivers them digitally. It works hand in hand with Zapier, which also links to Flowdesk. So you can add them to your email list. You can send abandoned cart emails. So if somebody was like looking, you can just kind of like zap them in and be like, Oh, I see you didn't like purchase. Like here's the discount code or whatever it may be to kind of like push that sale further. And for merch shop, I all of mine is print on demand and it's all through Printify. Um, I know Printful is also a great option, but Printify is who I use at the moment and they like go hand in hand with Shopify. So it's super easy. I just add all of my products onto Shopify and then they're able to have that Shopify button be added to my website. And it's all only cost me $9 a month. That is incredible. Now, what if someone is thinking, okay, I think I have some ideas and I, you know, the tech kind of scares me, but this is why I'm investing in a coach. This is why I am purchasing your products to learn from you. Um, but one thing that's personally for me been paralyzing about actually starting a shop are copyright issues. So what in your expertise are some things to think about where, you know, you have these phrases or you have these ideas, but you're just, you just don't want to get in trouble. I'm like, I'm a rule follower. And I mean, I believe some rules are meant to be broken, but when it comes to being fined or having lawsuits come against me, I want to make sure I'm dotting my I's and crossing my T's. So what advice would you give to a potential shop owner? I should say a future shop owner about uh, copyright stuff. Like how can we avoid those issues? I feel like you bought my DIY guide, but I know you didn't because I know who did. And um, this is all like touched in there. So this is hilarious. So for that, there's actually a search engine where you can search copyright. So if there's a specific phrase that you're looking at, you can type it into this little search engine, the trademark search engine, and um, just see if it's trademarked if it's being used like hot girl summer is trademarked by Megan the stallion because I wanted to make hot girl summer merch and I am not allowed to. So thank you, Megan. Um, (laughs) and so you can just go in and search a phrase or search what you are wanting to have in the product. And it will tell you if it is trademarked, it'll say live or dead. So if it's dead, it's not actively trademarked at the time. That means a trademark has run out or it will say live. And then it will say what it is live for. So it'll say apparel, or like phrasing, whatever it may be. I always typically was looking out for apparel. So you can go right onto the search engine. I can give you the link if you want to add it to the podcast notes and um, just search whatever you may need. The second thing I did is Christina Scalera has the contract shop. 
And in her shop, she has a terms and conditions that you can add to the bottom of your digital shop. So it's a, um, you know, saying like, this is a final sale. It says all that legal gibberish that is very um, (laughs) hard for me to understand, but it just makes sure that you're protected for like GDPR and all of that good stuff on your site. So those would be the two things that I would recommend for <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So you clearly are this wealth of knowledge. And I know this is a cool part is we're all learning this as we go. Right. So this is so awesome. I want to kind of like, if I could direct everybody to your shop, like how do we come find you? Um, where do you hang out online? Like, please tell us how we can work with you and learn from you, Brooke. Yes. So I hang out mostly on TikTok and Instagram. I feel like TikTok is like my, like, unhinged self. And then my Instagram is like polished a little bit, but it's still kind of can be unhinged in the stories. Um, you can find me at Brooke Michelle J and you can find my shop at shop.brookmichellephoto.com. Amazing. Oh my gosh, Brooke. And so I would like to ask one more closing question. What are some of the trends that you see with product shops? Because I feel like there's this, like, there's just so many things that we can sell, right? I mean, we have coffee mugs and t-shirts and um, like mini courses are huge right now, digital courses and all the things. So where do you see is like maybe either up and coming that we may not know on our radar, something we can kind of get a head jump on? or something that you believe is just tried and true. Like if you're going to create a shop, this should be in your shop. The products that are done for you, I feel like are the ones that are like, people should always go for. I know that when I am like in a bind and I need to get something like the contract or the terms and conditions, it's done for me. And so I'm immediately going to invest and purchase. All I have to do is go in and change all the parts where it says my name and add it to my site. And it's good to go. I feel like mini courses are definitely a trend right now, which is amazing because, you know, we're all so busy and we have less time. So like advertising it as a mini course and only taking like one afternoon to change your business is huge. So I feel like those are the trends that I'm seeing. I feel like that's what I would be going after is like, what is a way that I can take my process, shorten it, teach it and offer it to people in a way that they can digest it in an afternoon. Right. Cause like we all have so many things on our plate and we're our, all of our business minds are going a mile a minute and we can only sit down for so long before we need to get back to client work or work that we have deadlines for or so on. And so I think that the mini courses with being able to have like one afternoon to sit down and do them. I know that's what I say for my DIY guide or like my 911 bundle is the done for you one is just like anything that's done for you or anything that can save you time. I feel like is what people are after. We're all trying to get our time back, right? Like we all want to find that work-life balance that people talk about. And we're just like constantly grasping for it. So anything that brings us closer to that, I feel like is trendy as heck. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Brooke. I am so incredibly proud of you and so excited for everything that you have already created. And then honestly, I'm just so excited to be your big sister, your big cheerleader and just watch all of this unfold. So thank you so much for your time today. Yes. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to see your shop. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
That's a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie Weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com slash podcast. I'd be honored if you'd show your support by leaving a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, keep on dancing.